1: True Garabo Live our first ever dog-a-thon is underway hope you'll find a fine fine fur ever home for
2: Marianne adopted a day oh my gosh I wish that I could have her
1: me too I just don't have the time, the yard, and uh, my uh, the dude who owns the house I rent would flip a you-know-what.
2: Yeah, pretty much the same thing.
1: Okay, so I've never had this happen before. I've been Ubering a lot for the last couple of years or so. Once you made a commitment, or I made a commitment to no DUI, no possibility of a DUI, if I'm going somewhere where I know I'm going to have a beverage... I will I will Uber because it's just not worth it for me. What's an Uber ride? 20 bucks at the most, 40 or 50 bucks.
2: It's never worth it to drink and drive. Never, ever,
1: ever, ever. Ever. It just you have to make it a zero tolerance thing. Otherwise, you're leaving yourself open for the possibility of a DUI. For me, and I'm not saying that this is how you should live your life, but you should. For me, the only way I can 100% assure myself of not getting a DUI is to either not drink or not drive. If you go out and you say you're not going to drink, you might be tempted. You might even succumb to temptation. And then what? You got your car with you. You have the impaired judgment that only alcohol brings to your life. And the next thing you know, your life as you know it is over.
2: And... If you don't have the money to buy an Uber, then you definitely don't have the money to have a DUI. Yep. So just stay at home if that's the, the case.
1: Correct. You take advantage of the uh, booze delivery that you can get on uh, Uber Eats or Walmart or Publix. Now they'll bring booze to your house. So that way you don't, you don't drive, hide your car key from your drunk self, but where your sober self will remember where it is. And that for me is the way you can eliminate it. Some people, they're okay with driving after a drink or two. I'm not here to tell you that's necessarily wrong for you because you need to decide. What I'm saying is, you don't want to rely on passing a sobriety test. I know too many people who've gotten on the good side of a sobriety test and on the bad side of a sobriety test and had it affect their lives one way or the other. It's just not worth it for me. So last night, I uh, hand out uh, candy in my, in my neighborhood. We had like maybe four groups, maybe five groups of, uh, of kids. Mm-hmm. And so I had them each take like two gigantic hands full of candy so I wouldn't have it in my house. Then I went to the neighborhood party because there's a huge neighborhood party in my neighborhood. Went to that, looked around, and I had to pick my son up at work. So I, uh, I pick him up. He closed, and uh, it was kind of late. But my friend Jen uh, from Jenna Tortures was going to be down at the castle. And they're open for Halloween. They're not normally open on Thursday. So I thought, well, that, that's a fun Thursday Halloween night right there, right? Oh,
3: yeah. That's a hell of a night. Get wicked at the castle. That's what I'm saying. Do
1: some weird stuff. Precisely. Like um, I'm looking to expand my, uh, my life and my circle, meet new people yeah. that I don't know. So I was just going to go down there by myself and see what happens. Maybe get bound and gagged. Open to anything. What? I mean, I'd rather not be bound or gagged.
3: Okay. <laughs> you don't know if you don't
1: like it, though. I, I know without trying it that I probably don't like it, but like I said, open to new experiences, <laughs> open to anything. Right now in my life, willing to try just about anything.
2: Did you have a costume?
1: Um, No. No. I, I mean, I had a costume, but I did not wear a costume. I was just in uh, a black shirt and black pants. That's it. I, you know, I wasn't feeling like dressing up. Because I was going by myself. I'm going by myself. I'm not going to wear a costume. to have people think I'm a total psychopath. <laughs> just partial for going alone. So I I order an Uber, and this guy shows up, and of course he's dressed in a uh, costume. He's oh, got, perfect. He's got like, a, like a mercury thing going on. He's got wings on his feet. He's got this Indian headdress looking thing. That shouldn't be legal. Like I, You're there to agreed.
3: do a service. You're not there to make me laugh or to entertain me or yourself. Like, wear a shirt and just be normal.
1: Can't say that didn't cross my mind.
3: So, especially as the story goes on,
1: especially as the story goes on. Now, I would like for you to listen and ascertain who is to blame in this, because I, I don't quite know how I feel about it.
3: Can I ask more questions about the driver?
1: Go on. How, what was the age roughly? 37 year old African-American male. Okay. That's what I was looking for. 37 year old African-American male. Nailed it. Yep. Because uh, he mentioned his age in our conversation, okay. and because uh, we we're talking about hip hop, and he's like, "Oh, I love old school hip hop, Snoop and Dre, and blah blah blah," and I go, "Well, you know, that's that's old school to you, but old school to me is like, run, you know, Run DMC." Pull, pull. So yeah. anyway, Bach.
2: I thought you just checked his ID when you got in.
1: Yes. Oh hi, sir. May I see your driver's license. <laughs> Not Bach.
2: a bad idea. It, son of
1: a bitch. So, uh, so okay, so we're we're headed down, and um, he's gonna take the the Hillsborough Avenue to the Memorial Highway route to the two seventy five, right? So we go on, and, and those of you who know that area, you wind around where that Rocky Point golf course is, and, um, and you go up the Memorial Highway. Now, I hadn't seen anything on the news about this, and I believe me, I watch the news, and I, I absorb the local news. I consume it because it's my job to. I did not see anything about 275 Southbound being shut down by the Courtney Campbell Causeway. However, you could see police lights, a lot of police lights, off In the distance on the veterans Right where it becomes Like not quite 275 The, the veterans right by the Courtney Campbell Where you're going to take it to 275 uh, North or south So we're coming along And you see the cops there And all of a sudden in front of us Everybody starts slamming on their brakes And the driver says Why is everybody slamming on their damn brakes And he slams on his brake brakes And he doesn't even come close to hitting the car In front of him And all of a sudden we feel this just gigantic impact from behind. Just, oh,
3: man. Just
1: this oh, guy from no. behind wails us. Wails us. How fast? Um, Fast enough for his airbag to deploy. Oh, no. So, that? Wait, your airbag? No, no, his. Hit. Okay. So, I mean, that's what? 30 miles per hour at least? 40 miles per hour yeah. at that? And um, I'm not saying the guy wasn't paying attention to uh, what was in front of him. I'm not saying what was probably to blame, because I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying there was no reason for him to hit us from behind with such force.
3: So, what What does... Um what happens next?
1: Exactly. What happens next? The guy goes, what the hell is that? And I said, I think we just got hit. And um, he's like, are you okay? And I said, I think I'm okay. I was in the back seat. absorbing." Oh, you were? Are you yeah. you buckled? I was buckled.
2: Thank goodness.
1: I know. I, I And it's funny because I was struggling with it. And I was like, I was going to say, I'll screw it when I first got in. But I'm like, no, no, I need to buckle. Now, here's where I need you to determine. Because so far, you're like, well, clearly, it's the guy who hit you. It's his fault.
3: Yeah, I don't know, but the driver was wearing a costume.
1: Well, that shouldn't come into play, but it does. (laughs) Um,
2: With wings on his feet.
1: I'm not here to question any construction crew unless they did something that violates safety policy. Here Here is what happened. Where the Memorial Highway becomes the veterans, they gave you one car width to merge across all three lanes of the veterans. They were diverting traffic off of the veterans, and onto the Courtney Campbell Causeway. So they had cones set up that blocked all the southbound lanes of the 589. Yeah, they've done this before. Right. So they expect these cars in an accelerating lane, right, where you're supposed to accelerate. They expect these cars to somehow accelerate where they think there's going to be oncoming traffic, yet at the last second where you're supposed to merge... You're supposed to jerk your wheel across all 3 if not 4 lanes of traffic and get off on the on the uh, Courtney Campbell cuz I sat there and watched and just about every car had to slam on its brakes in order to make that turn. So I I don't know big picture who has the blame in this accident. Yeah, who are we coming for? That's what I can't figure out because Is depend- this F dot um I don't know, great question. And and I would like to figure that out because Depending on how deep their pockets are, I feel a certain sense of physical and mental emotional anguish and torture. At first, I didn't think anything was stiffening up back or neck wise, but the more I contemplate just how deep those pockets might be at the Florida Department of Transportation. Oh, oh, another tinge of pain. Ouch. I can barely look at you, John. I can barely turn my head. I feel, like, I feel like another accident is going to happen and I'm mentally anguished because of this. What I'm saying is there's a lot of emotional duress that I'm under right
3: yeah, now. Yeah, 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 I can feel Stress.
1: it. And the only thing that could take that away would be a sizable cash payment for me to shut my damn mouth about it.
3: How much do you think it would uh, take?
1: I feel like I'm in about $75,000 worth of pain right now, uh, physically and emotionally. I feel like there's another $150,000 worth of anxiety for me to ever drive a car again i didn't even want to come to work today i had to walk i i I couldn't get in my car i can no longer drive so all right let's let's talk about what happens when you get hit when you're in an uber you've had this happen to you before
3: yeah yeah the accident we got into was pretty bad i was with evander actually we were going to a beer festival in saint pete and being
2: responsible yeah
3: and we got hit Dude, this dude was elderly though. Like I would venture to say this driver was eighty five plus. Okay. And we were scared the whole time. Yeah. So I mean we we were worried this was gonna happen before it even happened. And uh yeah, some some guy that was merging onto the interstate pretty much smashed right into us. Oh. Yeah, so it was um it was not good.
1: So then you stuck around and filled out the report and everything? Like what did you do? It's
3: funny you should ask because we didn't because we were, the accident happened right across the street from where we were going. Right. So like we were sitting there and the guy and the driver there and we're like, well, we, like we could just go, like we're to our destination pretty much. So we're going to (laughs) bounce. So we did.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So
3: we, you know, but you in the middle of the interstate, I would venture to say you didn't have that option.
1: I did not because, and, and this is where it gets real weird. So we're on the side of the 589. We've got uh, the dude pulls over the guy who hit him pulls over and the guy who hit him some younger dude not teenager but maybe 20s early 30s apologized profusely said he looked down real quick to check what the time which tells me you look down real quick to check your phone. And okay. you hit the guy, so he even admitted that. Yeah, he said, "I looked down to see what oh. time it was, oh, well, and then I hit you."
3: So didn't he just admit that he was texting and driving? I mean, pretty much, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what. No- there's nothing on your phone that gets you a pass.
1: Correct. Like what you, you you look down to see what time it was. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I I didn't He's buy that at dash,
3: all. Bro. Yeah, I would, that would be my next thing. Right. Is-
1: yeah, I didn't I didn't you know I didn't say that, but I definitely thought it. And so, um, the cop came, Tampa Police Department. He he was great. So then I'm on the side of the road, and I'm thinking to myself. How am I gonna get out of here? Cause the guy's airbag deployed. He can't give me a ride anywhere. Like the guy behind me, the Uber driver, his car's all dinged up, and I don't know that it's drivable.
3: Not to Tampa, probably. Yeah. Right,
1: and I don't even want to go anymore. So I, you know, I, all I want to do is go home.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: like I, I, my. You're over it. Well, I figured there was a sign from either aliens or ghosts or even God that I was not intended to go to the castle that night. There was something evil lurking there and waiting for me, so I took it as a sign. So I, they tell me to call the Uber safety line. My Uber app says call the Uber safety line. So I call and I say, hey, I was in an accident. He said, okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And he said, is there anything else you need from us? I said, yeah, I need another Uber ride. And I don't know that I can order one because I'm on an expressway right now. And he said, well, unfortunately, sir, we can't order an Uber for you.
3: Oh, man.
1: So I don't. And so I said, okay, what would you recommend that I do?
3: Are you getting indignant at this point? Not yet.
1: I'm more scared and relieved to be alive than I am indignant. But I said, um, tell, me what you're, tell me what I'm supposed to do now. I took one of your cars. The ride ended. Um, Can you tell me what I'm supposed to do to get where I'm going? And he said, well, unfortunately, sir, your ride was ended because of the accident.
2: Okay. So now you're stranded in the middle of the Courtney Campbell. Right. Without and, transportation.
1: Well, the 589. But yeah, I said, so, okay, how am I supposed to order another Uber when I'm on an expressway And Uber's not going to pick me up If it sees me on the 589
3: Right, so did he agree with
1: that? He said, I'm very sorry sir oh, But my. I can't order you an Uber from this line He said, is there anything else I could do for you? And I said, well yeah You can tell me as a paying customer Just what I'm supposed to do Because I'm on the expressway Your car that I contracted for service Was in an accident Please tell me why You can't send me another car and tell them where I am. And he said, well, as I told you, sir, we're just a safety line. We can't order you another Uber. You'll have to do that from the Uber app. So he said, is there anything else that you'd like to add to the report? And I said, yes, there is. I'd like to add that it is unacceptable that you would leave a a customer in a very dangerous situation where I have to either walk across three lanes of an expressway onto another expressway to walk, what, a mile to the hotel there to get another Uber. I said I, I'd like it noted that that's unacceptable. He said thank you very much, sir. Have a good night. Oh. So then I got the Uber app right, and because uh, I, I figured I could ask the cop to drive me somewhere where I could get an Uber, but I'd rather not. Uh, I'd rather not bother him, and you never know how a cop interaction is going to go. So I didn't want to bother him. So I order an Uber, and of course they cancel once they see where they're going to pick me up. Oh really? Of course. Order a second Uber, and literally my pickup point is. Veterans Expressway And so as soon as a driver accepts I'm trying to call Call that driver So I can say, right, here's where I am Three times in a row, three separate drivers They cancel the ride and won't answer the phone And I'm starting to get a little bit concerned Because the cop who came Has already taken my information He's already, you know, gotten my license And my number and all that Even though I'm just a guy riding in a car And, uh, And finally, finally An Uber driver answers his phone The fourth one And I just said, hey man, listen, don't hang up. I said, I was in an Uber that was in an accident. I'm actually on the side of the veterans right now. If you could please, please find it in your heart. To pick me up, and he said, "No problem whatsoever, man." And he, uh, and he, and he came by and he picked me up. But if that guy hadn't done it, I'd probably still be there right now.
2: I would have picked you up.
1: Thank you. I'm not gonna call you at 11:30 on a on a Thursday night and Why go, not? "Hey, hey, come from St. Pete and oh, get yeah. me." Oh yeah,
3: I'm glad you didn't call me. I no. was in no shape to come get you. I was <laughs> yeah. just snoozing.
1: I would I wouldn't do that to you guys. But but the sad uh, thing is, I probably would have though. <laughs> but but man, like they always tell you, it takes you a, a day or two to feel like what it does in a car accident. Right now, I feel okay. I keep. Of course, psychologically, you, keep, yeah, you think you, you keep feeling yeah. something. You know, you're like, "Oh, what, what was that? What was that?" And I'm not looking uh, to be one of those people who makes money off of a car accident because I'm not down with that. I don't, I don't like that. I don't think that's savory. However, if this accident only happened because someone else didn't follow the normal procedure for construction or blocking off a roadway, etc. I'd like what's coming to me, and well, that should be well, tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars.
2: Did you take pictures at all? Oh, yes. Of the cones and everything? Oh,
1: no, just of me really bummed out well, <laughs> to send a Jen and go, I'm sorry, this is why I won't be at the well, castle. Hashtag sad.
3: The other thing is, too, is that we already pretty much have an ad- admittance of guilt from the other driver saying that he was texting and driving. Right. So I don't know that you can single-handedly put it on the cones when the driver already said he wasn't looking at the road. Like True. The, like, if he told that to the cop and that's in the report, I'm sure that's something that the FDOT folks would hang their hat on in court.
1: Yeah, you might be right on that one, but I'm telling you, it might not have ever come to that if they had done what they're supposed to do by blocking off that road. I've been driving since, what, 1985, and I've never seen a road closure that was that was as poorly marked and as abrupt as this road closure, and I don't think it's acceptable. Mike, what's up? Welcome to Drew grab Live. How are you? Hey Drew, I love you guys. How you doing, man? Real good, buddy. Thank you very much. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm in agonizing pain and torture and every breath is is living hell.
0: I hear you, brother.
3: <laughs> um, God forbid this happens to you again. I'm a Road Ranger on the Veterans. Oh good.
1: Dial Star F to dial Star F H P mm. and they'll dispatch a Road Ranger to come help you and get you off the um Damn. off the highway. Well that's nice. Do you know the area I'm speaking about then? Do you uh do you, have you seen the construction at night when they close it off?
0: Yeah, I run I run from exit nineteen up to Crystal River.
1: Okay. All right. So you're up up north on the veterans. There's uh boy, that's yeah. scary out there. People go real, real fast if there are no state troopers watching.
3: Yeah, and we and we and we change tires, we put we we bring gas and we're like right in the side of the road when the people race it by at eighty miles an hour.
1: Yeah, dude, that's a scary place. Actually when I was driving out there one time I blew a tranny and I totally wasn't watching where I was going and I hit somebody. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and 800 Al, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. Jaw still hurts from that. Are you that Al? Al? Yeah, is that okay yeah. if I call you, Al?
3: Yeah, no problem. I, I was just going to comment that I'm an Uber driver, and one night, not too late, but it was dark for sure, very heavy traffic, I got a call from a rider to come pick them up, and they were on the side of I-4. Oof. They had just been involved in an accident. And involved some handicapped people in this vehicle. Oh, man. With a bunch of luggage.
1: Holy crap. That's a, that's a trifecta right there.
3: Oh, yeah. And there was all kinds of construction cones everywhere. Mm. Anyway, the cop got on the line with me. And mm. he told me, just drive up to the area where these people are. I'm going to tell the other cops, because there were cops everywhere. It was a major accident. And they they went out of their way to divert traffic, get me on the side, nice emergency lane to get up to the scene of the accident to pick these people up.
1: That's pretty sweet. So,
3: yeah, I mean the cop the cop would have helped you for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm not looking like he's got enough to deal with about trying to keep himself alive with people not paying attention to where they're going and crap. I don't need him, uh, you know, sending up a, a uh, sending up a flare for me or anything. But uh, that's nice that that cop did that for you. It's a it's a sticky situation, especially on a road like I four or the veterans or really any friggin' road because. Uh, The accident is bad enough, and then people get distracted because there's an accident, and that causes sometimes chain reaction crashes. And you see it all too many times in the news where someone's not looking where they're going, and they plow into somebody who's had an accident scene, and those people die. So literally, as the cops writing them up, I'm looking at traffic coming at me going, man, and I'm thinking about all the water moccasins and the rattlesnakes that might be in the grass that I'm standing in. I'm thinking about fire ants. Oh, no. I know, and then I forgot about Dre. Drew Grabo live. Hello, who are you?
0: Hello. This is a call from...
1: Eric. Not this time. Uh, yeah, yeah. You suck. Screw this prick. Yeah. you an inmate. Not going to happen. Eric. I
3: mean, not screw this prick. I mean, he's good. Well, he, well, what was he doing? He's a heroin dealer? Yeah. Yeah. What he, if
2: it was a different guy? I uh,
1: know it, no, it was Eric. It the same guy. Yeah, it, it, and he sucked on the radio. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, yeah.
3: $10. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers,
1: man. But. Oh, yeah. Eric, we, yeah. Stay strong and all that, but, uh, you know. Stay clean. True Grab Alive, who are you? Please. Can I call you Eddie? You can call me Eddie, but Eddie, when you call me, you can call me Al. How about that? Good deal. Thank you. 727-579-1025. I thought it was Betty. I thought he said, "Yeah, I can call you Betty and Betty when you call me, you can call me Al. He's not saying Eddie, is he?
3: I don't know what I don't know what we're referring to.
1: The song You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon?
3: I don't know that song. I know the song, but I don't know what they're saying or what it means.
2: <laughs> you
3: nothing. don't know this song? No. I mean you've
1: heard this song.
2: I've never heard this song.
1: Put the video up there if you can, Joey. A man man walks down the street and says, Why "Why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle when the rest of my life is so hard? I don't want it for opportunity. I want one shot redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon bone. Bone digger, bone digger, get these mutts away from the moonlight. Oh, what a great song. Never heard it. Mr. Beer Belly, Beer Belly, get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find that stuff amusing anymore. If, if you you'll be, be my, bodyguard, my bodyguard I can be a long lost pal I can call, call you Betty, Betty Betty, when you call, you me, call you me, you can call me out Chevy Chase and Paul Simon in the video Steve Martin comes in and plays the bongos, I think man This is Chevy Chase
4: says, No, it's Why Paul Simon But Chevy Chase is in the video Is he sing at all? all my nights no. so long. Uh, Yeah, that'd be cool if he did if you It would be a lot cooler I, I mean, that was my childhood crush, so be my role model you can probably have him now. I'm not interested. He ducked back down the alley with Is it Martin Short
1: or Steve Martin
0: that's in this? You've never seen this video? No. Incidents and
1: accidents. There were
0: hints and allegations.
1: If you be my bodyguard, I can be a long lost pal. Oh my neck.
0: Oh, oh. I can call you daddy, and daddy when you call me.
3: Simon play the piccolo I thought he was saying call me out No no you can call me out Yeah I mean I know this song I just never studied the lyrics
1: I don't really understand the lyrics I know what they are but I don't yeah. know what their meanings
3: I like call me out better You can like, call me out? Yeah like that's how I take the song as a message Like if I'm doing wrong you can call me out And I'll understand that's how, I feel the, that's how I interpret the song And that works for me
1: It makes much more sense than you can call me out Yeah yeah If we're being honest What the hell does that even mean? Drew a Live, who are you?
3: Yeah,
4: it's the Boo man. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, what a Whoa. blast from the past. Then, then, then it was the Shmoo Man when, when I changed my name on Facebook.
3: Oh, man. It has been a hot minute. How are you, how are you holding up, buddy?
4: I, I'm doing all right, except for talking about the DUI stop. Yeah. When I went out with my girlfriend the night before and drank, and then went to pick up my son at 6, 6, 6 p.m. the next day, and got stopped, and they said, I was drunk. Were you? No, I was not.
1: I went to pick up my son. Why would I do that? I don't know, dude. I mean, nobody ever drives drunk intentionally. Well, Well, not nobody, but a
3: few people. I mean- Boo man, you know I got love for you, Uh but I also feel like it's important to explain the history we have with the boo man where he went out on the apple a day date with us and then got so (laughs) drunk that he couldn't drive, that he slept in his car, and the next morning his whole entire family, including his fiance and his mother, were calling me trying to find out where their missing child was. True story. No, no,
4: sir. No, sir. I went to the bathroom when y'all went. We went to the bar, restaurant, whatever, Uh and then I couldn't find y'all. Uh-huh. And then, so I had to walk somewhere and find somebody because my phone died.
1: Uh-huh.
4: Use this, use, their phone, uh-huh. use their phone. Use their phone. Use their phone to message my girlfriend, sure. and she wouldn't answer the phone. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, you were That's drunk, what dude. Happened. No, it's all good. You were wasted. We still love you. I'm just
3: painting a picture yeah. of it. Wouldn't be far fetched oh. to think that you were drunk at six o'clock in the afternoon from the night before. Right.
1: That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we 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 know you, oh. dude. Love uh, you.
3: Maybe.
4: Maybe. Okay.
1: All right. Then, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, listen. We love you, boo, man. Take it easy, all right? All right, bro. Thanks. Uh, by the way, this morning, a 55-year-old teacher, Lisa Edelstein of Tampa, was uh, was arrested at school. She's a teacher at Skyview Elementary School. And at 9 o'clock this morning, Pinellas Park Police were called because she was impaired or suspected of being impaired and was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct. Wait, at school? At school. Went to probably tore it up for Halloween last night and um, and still feeling it a little bit at school this morning at 9.00. She was suspected of being impaired, so the cops come, and then she gets a disorderly conduct charge.
3: This is just another reason why we need to cancel this day after Halloween. Precisely. You would say she got tore up last night. Maybe she just had a few nips before work because she knew she was going to have to deal with these damn hellions all hopped up on candy all day.
1: That's true. The parents let them run rampant through the mounds and the almond joys, and then uh, the the teacher has to be drunk to deal with them. This is society's fault. Drew Grabel Live, hello. Who are you? True, Ma'am?
0: kathy
1: hi kathy drew garabo how are you
0: i'm fine thank you good what's up Uh, just just a word to the wise Mm -hmm. don't sign off uh Mm -hmm. too quickly Mm -hmm. on this injury because i was in a rear render several years ago and um did you get slammed into from behind yes was that rough i signed off in about two months yeah and six months later, my back hurt me so damn bad I'm sorry, how hard baby.
3: how hard did they pound you from behind
0: they pounded and then they um was it just it once was a hit r- it was a hit and run
1: oh we not the pat- hit and run where them. they they hit you from behind and then you don't see them again they're just they're they're gone they like pound you from well, behind and then you don't
0: a very nice driver um uh saw the accident in back of us and he drove out on the highway and he got their license number.
1: You have a good bumper or um, a fender on your uh, vehicle or did they slam into you from behind without protection?
0: They they slammed in me in in my car without protection.
1: Oh no, that's so rough. You must have been feeling so uh, so in pain and so vulnerable when that happened.
0: I felt great. Until four months later, when I had signed off, and then six months later is when the pain set in. Oh, baby. So I went and I got a uh, MRI, yeah. and it was terrible. Oh, baby. And to this day, I have pain day in and day out, and it's as a result of that accident.
1: Baby I'm so sorry A lot of times We get slammed into From behind like that The repercussions Can be long lasting I'm really really sorry Have you driven since Have you gotten back On that horse And if so Have you been Have you been rammed From behind since then
0: (laughs) No No I got I got it I got on the horse Without a problem, you got to get back but on I it and ride, not right? I haven't had
1: any accidents since. That's good. Well, all right. Well, good. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to hear about you getting slammed into from behind Thank like that. Thank you. Oh, no problem. But I'm Appreciate. glad you're doing well. You sound like you got a good spirit about you. Thank you. Yep.
0: Yep. Okay, up. you're welcome. Thanks, baby I doll.
1: Know. Appreciate you. I don't think she knew at all. No,
3: oh, no, 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 no. And and, and yeah. Now yeah. I feel bad. Drew, grab alive. Why?
1: I mean, she has pain to this day. You well, know, I mean, you know, we're, we're here to help her laugh through the pain to this day. <laughs> Drew, Grub alive. Who are you?
2: Hello, I'm Chris. How are you? Hi,
1: Chris. Very well, thank you. What's up, dude?
2: I've never called a radio station before, so I'm nervous. Oh, Um, Gold Star Caller Company. Yeah, I do uh, personal injury billing. I just wanted to give you a heads up. If you think you might have an, any kind of pain, you need to go to like an urgent care within 14 days of the accident. Otherwise, you'll lose personal injury benefits with your insurance. Well, oh, I didn't so, know I had 14 days. I thought I had like 48
1: hours. And I was just thinking to myself, man, I got a busy weekend. I, uh, I you know, I can't. Oh man, I forgot to ask that lady if she was walking funny after she got pounded from behind like that. Do you think that
3: would have been a good? Yeah. Do you think it affected? I the would imagine she... that she's still walking funny. Yeah, all probably these with years a later. limp, right? Yeah. We also, if you are going to go the legal route, we probably fi- need to find a way to scrub this lab. 30 minutes of
1: radio from the record. What last 30 minutes of radio? Yeah. I'm in agonizing pain. I can't do radio. I'm not even here today, John. This is a facsimile. I'm ouch. Ouch.
0: Oh, why?
1: Why? I'm Nancy Kerrigan. Drew Grub Alive, hello. I say, Drew Grub Alive, hello. I'll say it once more, and this would make it thrice. Drew Grub Alive from the 941. Hello. And good day. Coming up next, the reunion that we not only want, but need. This is huge music news if you like cool music. And it will lead you to today's $50 PDQ gift card opportunity as we pluck in the prize patch and tell you, other than Oasis, I can't think of a band that I would more like to see reunite than this band that will be playing five dates in the United States of America in 2020